Drunk. You're not drunk, I'm drunk. Escalia. ounce in my lap and it's freezing my jerk. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, Puke. I think I got a puke. No, I'm not. Uh, I think I'm okay. Oh, shut up! Are you the only one here? Are you the? Are is it just us? Oh, is it just you and me? I don't see anyone. Uh, what happened? What did we record? What what part are we on? Where are we? I'm in the fucking studio. Yeah, the mics are here. We've been rolling for hours. Uh, so, hi. Oh, my head. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Uh, the hangover edition, I guess. It hurts. Uh, so, everyone. Oh, God. Stop. Okay, what? Yeah, it's time to get up. Come on. Come on. All right, so, hi. (laughs) Welcome to, uh, I guess, part three? Let's assume part... The only thing we have left up is emails, so I'm assuming that this is part three. Great. Emails, then the... Okay. What happened to Escalia and Juxta? I don't know. They're just gone. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm not made to function like this. Uh, So... Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed our drunk nonsense uh, for two episodes. Um, so let's read some emails, I Hold guess. On, more beer. Oh, that's a bad idea. All right, emails. Uh, oh, no. uh, why is this first one so long? What the? No, emails, not fucking novels. Ah, uh, uh, it's so long. Oh. It's so long. All right, you got this. You want me? I got it, I guess. Dear LBRARR, uh, I've been a longtime listener, and I wanted to ask you guys about translation from FF11 to 14. Thinking about transitioning because of things like worrying about population drops in FFXI, and several of my LS mates have been leaving the game for other games, including FF14. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous about making the transition to FF14 because I'm worried that... It just won't be the same kind of experience that I'm used to. 
what I mean by that is that I've heard FF14 has way more in common with World of Warcraft than FFXI. Uh, now I've uh, now I've also played World of Warcraft uh, for a number of years too, but I never really enjoyed my time in that game as much as I did FFXI. So I'm a little bit concerned about a few things. First, I'm concerned when it comes to events. I've watched a few videos of people doing things like hard mode Ifrit and stuff, and uh, and uh, I hear that, uh, like World of Warcraft, a lot of content is actually intended to be super easy so everyone and their uncle can get their gear super quick. Uh, with, uh, with only a small handful of content actually being challenging and only a small section of the player base actually getting into, uh, getting in to see the harder content. But my concern isn't simply with things, uh, that are too easy. For example, uh, from, uh, from what I've uh, watched of Ifrit and other content, they seem to behave a lot like typical WoW raid bosses. Don't stand in the bad stuff, uh, kill ads, move out of the way, etc., etc. Uh, and that only really bothers me when it when in compared to how FFXI did its content, especially when you also pile on this idea that everything is just about having better item level gear than the content uh, than content than any real teamwork as part of your group. For example, in FFXI, uh, there were events like Salvage in which you uh, you couldn't uh, you couldn't out gear uh, because Pathos took your gear away temporarily. Wow, this is a really long email, uh, and that brings me to my second concern, uh, which okay, is hold on, hold on, hold on. Can, all right, all right. We, this, we could, we, yeah, we point, could start like, there. point by point. This, yeah, okay, okay, sure. Yeah. First thing he asked that I remember is he's worried it's not going to be the same. Well, it's not. And, it's not. And that goes for anything you play. If if you're if you want to have the if you want it to be the same thing that you're playing, then you don't want another game. Just just play what you're playing. Right. So absolutely, it's going to be different. But the the unique thing about FF4... Oh, I should put these things on. Maybe. The unique thing about FF14 is the fact that you can see and tell all the different things that the development team has taken from different games. There are obviously things that, that, that do give it... Final Fantasy 14 feel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's things from, from Guild Wars that if you've played that, you know, y- you can see the Guild Wars thing. And, and honestly, the only real thing that I've ever felt like they've taken from WoW is just the button style. Which, honestly, if, if you play with clicking or buttony things, you know, the control and the alt, then yeah. it's more or less fucking macros anyhow. Yeah. Um, you have anything to say on, on, on that particular point? I, you know, I've been, I, I mean, I've been struggling to exactly put my finger on what I liked about FFXI more than I like about 14, because I do agree, uh, you know, I agree in the abstract that I was way more into the world of FF11 than I am 14. Way more, I was way more invested in that world. Um but I, at the same time, I also I also want to acknowledge things, you know, like variables like, you know, we didn't get our hands on FFXI until, uh, you know, at least almost two years into its public, you know, public release and development um, that that kind of stuff, you know, like uh, uh, it's it's really it's I, I feel like the games are so different that it's really hard to compare. Like if you. For example, like Ascalia, he you know he really enjoyed Dragoon in eleven, but hates it in fourteen, and and I I feel like it's almost unfair to make the comparison between the two jobs because 
they're just I, I, the games operate so so differently that you could tell that when Square Enix created the jobs, they were trying to uh, you know put roles into more of a defined space. You know, when when fourteen first came out, and we only had classes, and any ability was assignable across any job. Um, it 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 was definitely a unique MMO environment but I don't think it was one that anyone really particularly liked. So they had to find ways to sort of control it and rein it in and, and put classes into a box, DPS, tank, heal, whatever it is, and, you know, force the development in that direction. I don't know how you could, how, how you could, um, you know, I, if someone was really into playing a tank class in 11, they may not be into playing tank in, in 14. Well, I think what it is, is honestly, what makes this a unique game when it comes to comparing it to its predecessor is people aren't comparing them how you normally would. Like, if I were to give you a tank class from World of Warcraft and a tank class from Guild Wars, what you're going to do is you're going to compare them, you know, based on their merits and, and whatnot. Whereas if you take a tank, you know, a paladin from FF11 and a paladin from FF14, you're not going to compare them based on their merits. You're going to compare them about how they're different. Yeah. You know, so so that's something that, that that's really unique in this sense. That's true. He doesn't like the new Dragoon because it doesn't play like the old Dragoon. Right. Right? Right. Um, concentration is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I had another point. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, okay. Gone? Yep. Did you have anything else on, on that on that particular point? No, I I just I I, I mean I, I do understand I do understand uh, uh, what this person is saying. Oh no, no, yeah, definitely. Um, I just I, I I feel like I've you know I've I've also been to been to that place where you know I'm like eh, it's just not it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm also a little bit more forgiving and willing to give it a pass and let it try to be it's whatever exactly. whatever it's, it's gonna not, be it, it shouldn't be the same right so right right right. If, if, yeah if exactly one of the th- bottom line for this particular point if what's holding you back is you're afraid it's not going to be the same it's not but it shouldn't be it's a different game right okay yeah but that doesn't mean you shouldn't give it a try right if you like ff11 and you don't want anything different then stay with FF11. But he does he but, but he brings up a great point. Exactly. That yep. that FF11 is is uh is a game that isn't really playable anymore because of the population. That's true. Uh remember the point that I forgot. You mentioned that for you FF11 you were more invested in the world. Yeah. Um I th- I, I don't know if if you mean at the end or just, you know, even at this point when you've played this, you know, Obviously, you spent more time in 11 than you have in 14. Sure. If that's the reason why you were more invested in Vanadiel, or if it's actual things that they did, because right now, I feel like I'm more invested in Eorzea than I ever was in Vanadiel. Really? That's interesting. I think so. Now, now I think that in general and on a whole, if you were to bring it down to specific things, um, nothing in Eorzea yet compares to what I went through emotionally with Chains of Promathia, the storyline, mm-hmm. to this day, it is the second most... It's The way that it affected me, it's like the second most profound. Okay. So, yeah. 
Um, I still think it has time though, because I, obviously, you know, we've been playing for, I've been playing 14 for less than a year. Right. You know, right. So, right, so right. it still yeah. has time. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that was just that point that I forgot and remembered. So yeah, I, I just, I, I, I don't know what it is. And I think, and I said this, I think I said this on, on the show yesterday. Uh, but, um, I, I think some, at least some of it has to do with age. Uh, you know, I was, I was what, like 17 years old when I picked up. FF11, you know what I mean? And and just to have that, you know, 11 12 year difference. Um I'm never going to see this world the same way that I saw oh, and you on won't. a deal. You won't yeah, it just it, it can't. And Nothing and compares and, to your first time. That's true. Well, and and I mean, I think back to Ultima Online and I miss the days of Ultima Online. Say, has has anything in FF11 ever compared to how you felt playing Ultima on absolutely not because because there was a it was a FF eleven was a narrative driven game Unless. as is as is fourteen Ultima Online had no narrative you were adding to the narrative of this world exactly. just by being an inhabitant and being yourself so unless a game really brings something new to the table you know right. the way that I felt when I saw the Craig you know the first Craig nothing's going to compare to that right 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 but the first time in World of Warcraft that I did a dungeon styled the way that it is mm-hmm. never felt anything like that before because you know at that point ff11 didn't really have anything similar to that yeah i right? could see that so, i could see that yeah having having the you know big interactions and uh, where it's just like like literally dropping you in a dungeon and you have like like this heroic push that you're doing you know to the end nothing's quite felt like that oh uh, and, I'm, and i'm sure just the scale of it too because world of warcraft operated on such a much larger mm-hmm. scale in terms of play you know numbers of players right. yep. than than 11 ever did um and and I think that's another thing that sort of bums me out a little bit about fourteen. Although I I do understand why is that they don't have that mass content yet. They don't have that you know uh what was what was the largest number of players that you could have in a raid in in WoW? Uh, well, back before I played, it was forty, but currently right. uh, twenty five. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, there's nothing, and and I understand that you know there's only so many character models that you can have on screen and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and there's only you know logistically there's only so big that you can build the battles. Um, but that is, I I do feel like a like a campaign style event or something like that is is inherently missing from fourteen. Well, I mean, obviously they have fates. Yeah, there's fates, but, but there's, there's not really a whole lot of. Um Structure fate, to fates. Well, and 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 with with the adjustment that they did in two point one, not many it's people are doing fates. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know the. I, at first, I really liked that change when they when they uh, boosted the XP from dungeons. Absolutely. And, and now I'm not so sure. Now I'm not so sure well, because of the amount of people that are that are. Sometimes not you things. have to find that middle ground. And you know, I, was ta- I was talking to Juxta about this at, at, at some point. And really, the only thing that fates need at this point, because depending on what jobs you have, um, you know, if there's just a few of you. When you have the fates where it's just a bunch of mobs, like hordes of mobs, those are still doable. It's right. the boss ones yeah. that you have trouble with. So they need to find a way to either make that scale bosses to you know a few people better, or they need to start adding in stronger NPCs so that when other people aren't helping you, you're not just it's not you versus insurmountable odds. Right, right. Um, what was his second point? In his okay, email? yes, going back to the email. And that brings me to my second point, which is Duty Finder. In FFXI, you had to work with your LS or in Shouts uh, uh, with people uh, on your server and couldn't really be a huge jerk to people or be self-centered or anything uh, because 
because doing so would hurt your reputation on that server. Duty Finder, however, throws all of that out the window, especially if you're queuing up solo. Uh, since you're grouping with strangers at that uh, at that point, uh, there will always be a ton of horror stories surrounding uh, World of Warcraft's equivalent, uh, the Dungeon and Raid Finder, uh, where there were a ton of arguments pointing fingers, raging at every mistake made, calling people the N-word or F-words, uh, and all sorts of horrible things. So the duty finder worried me because it allows the same type of abuse to potentially crop up in FF14, and it could allow people uh, the same... I'm sorry. And it could uh, leave people to uh, being scared that everyone will not pull their weight in content and lead uh, to what happens with WoW in Endgame. Wow, this is a really long sentence. Where the, where they'll demand an item level and gear uh, that they uh, or, or they won't invite you, and that the item level requirement is usually way higher uh, than the content in question, just to make it easy. So okay, I, I I do okay. Now I understand I understand what you're getting at, um, and it's true. Duty Finder when you're queuing up. Uh, with random people can be bad. How is that any different to shouting for random people? It's not. It's not. The duty not. finder is just a faster way to do what you're going to do. All of those things that you have, uh, all those uh, gripes or concerns about duty finder, mm-hmm. you know, all right, yeah, sure, they could all happen. They could all happen if you're just shouting for people too. All it does yeah. is puts you in quicker. But it, th- there is that point that they make about reputation and and how you had your reputation on the server, and you know that's true. No, I mean sure, th- th- think sure. think about. I mean, you know, I'm sure that we can all think of the bad players, but think of the really good players that had, uh, you know, that had really good reputations as like a dynamite tank or true. a bomb ass DD on a server. I don't know that you can do that anymore. Unfortunately, uh, that's the one thing that eventually, hopefully, Square Enix will add something play online like where you can have a friends list. You can do cross server things. Yeah, that but, would be uh, nice. The other thing you have to realize too is there's no one forcing you to use Duty Finder. You know, find yourself a good uh, free company. Mm-hmm. You know, put friends on your friends list you know be sociable and, and make your own groups and then you completely cut out all of those concerns that's there. true that's true really duty finder is just an option and and i do want to point out that with the reputation system with you know giving uh uh the thing at the end of the um commendations with the commendation thing it that actually actually helped quite it a is bit. yeah because people really i mean you know there might be a point where commendations just kind of become worthless uh, you know, there's nothing that you, that that people will want out of getting commendations, and then they'll go right back to being dicks again. Um, but that actually will that'll make dicks shut up and people be nicer. Like it, it actually, it's it's helped. I've in, noticed in light parties. Yes, um, the only time that I see people really getting really dicky at each other now is sometimes still in Crystal Tower. Um, but that's when you have multiple dicks just being assholes to each other. So it's less them attacking. You know, the people who aren't deserving of it right right yeah yeah um one other point that that i noticed in the email that uh he was worried about or wanted to touch on is that the the battles are more akin to what they are in in wow you know when instead of things being random we might have talked about this a little bit last night um you know it, it not, now it's just, it's just pattern dies and as long as yeah. people stay out of the bad and blah and, and that's true unfortunately yeah, yeah 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 we were um, talking about that the randomized but thing, yeah. but that doesn't mean that there isn't any form of teamwork in it you know if one or two people go down it you know you, you do still have to 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 work together in and have some uh level of 
combat synchronization. I don't know if that's a thing. It sounds good, though. Yeah. Combat synchronization. But no. Um, and honestly, uh, my bottom line for the whole thing is uh, FF14 is a great game. Um, there is a lot of stuff that's different from 11, but again, as it should be. Mm-hmm. For me, what really draws me in and what really makes it feel like a Final Fantasy, despite the fact that there are some elements of WoW to it, there are some elements of Guild Wars to it, et cetera, et cetera, is the story. And once you get in and you start diving into that story, I don't think that you will have any second thoughts. And the other thing about this that, that that's really kept me going is that I have so many friends to play with. You know, I just yeah, had like right. one or two in World of Warcraft and you know, our, our schedules didn't really line up, so a lot of the time I felt like I was playing by myself. Sure, yeah. And and now... That's how I felt with, with 1.0. Exactly. Is I, I didn't have anyone right. to play with, and that I would just log on and, and do... At that point, really, all there was to do was guild leaves. Right. So, you know, I mean, now I got I got you guys. I got, uh, you know, some friends from uh, WoW, and it's... There's just a lot more people, and there's always somebody on at some point, and I don't feel like I'm alone anymore. So if you have some people who have left 11... To go to 14, you really have nothing to lose trying it out, except yeah. for, what, the the 30 bucks that it costs to buy it. Yeah, to get, yeah. Or I wait till it's on sale on, like, you know, PSN or Amazon right, or exactly. something. It, it seems to be happening so, more and more. Who, who's the email from? I don't, they didn't sign it. At all? They didn't sign it. Anywhere? We, we read this huge, long email. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's from Mr. McGee. Okay. Mr. McGee, we'll call him. All right. So, uh, Mr. McGee, wait for it to go on sale if you don't have the 30 bucks to drop, and, and just give it a try. That's, that's, that's my recommendation. Yeah, definitely. I, I, think, I think that any FF11 player will be able to find something that they enjoy about 14 if, they, if, if they're open to it enough. If they're not expecting... 11. You know what I mean? I, I, I think, no, absolutely. absolutely. I, I think if you're just open to being a part of a new Final Fantasy-themed MMO, that, that'll that come across way better than having all of these expectations built up from 11. Definitely. I, uh, and, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Um, and it ain't what it ain't. <laughs> right. Maker's Mark. Uh, so thank you for your email, Mr. McGee. Uh, this one comes from, oh, and they, 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 they included a pronunciation of their guide. So thank you. Uh, so, uh, of little faith, this, uh, this email comes from Amina Ravane, uh, of Excalibur. So where's the name at Amina Ravane? Oh, come on. We could have told that that is pronounced Amina. (laughs) But you know what? It's just a good. It's a good thing for all of our emailers. This there. this email comes from Ami uh, um, Amina. It still sounds the same. See, you can't even mess that name up if you tried. I'm sure that I could if I really tried. Um, so, uh, dear dear LBR crew, really glad to see that you guys are back. Uh, unfortunately, I only heard about your show after you guys had stopped the first time, and after I quit XI. But uh, listen to the archives. Uh, made, listening to the archives made me relive all the good times I had on XI. Uh, I was thrilled to hear that LBR was coming back for 14 and now eager, eagerly await each new episode since you guys never fail to make me laugh. I'm also curious which parts of 2.2 you are looking forward to and which parts do you think will be like some of the things in patch 2.1 that sound good but ultimately fail. Uh, oh, and if you don't uh, and if you don't mind, I would like to know uh, the moments in game that made you laugh the most 
Uh, also, don't know what Juxta's issue with Yastola is. Uh, I mean, even uh, I mean, even I even have a huge uh, girl crush on her. Again, glad you uh, guys are back. So, thank you very much, Amina. Yeah, Juxta, what the f? You're so dumb. Yastola's awesome. He's not here. I know, so he can't fight back. No, he can't. Um, so thanks for your email. Uh, I don't know. What, what about 2.2 are you looking forward to the most? Do we have a list that we can look at really quick? We, can you that, pull that up? That was all of last night. No, we did I, that. I don't remember talking about new stuff. Can you just get a list really quick? Yeah, I got a list right here. So uh, Leviathan, Andaport Township, uh, Binding Coil of Bahamut. Uh, Thorn March Extreme, which is, uh, that would be, um, uh, Extreme King- Mode Mog Moogle. Yeah, Moogle Mog. Um, there, there are, uh, hard versions of Brave Flocks and, uh, Hal- Halatali coming out. Uh, new Beast Tribes for, uh, Beast Tribe Quest for Kobold and Sh- Shahagan. Sahagan. There we go. Um, new Hillbrand side quest. New Allegan Tomestones. Uh, uh, Glamours, which is, I guess, the new name for the vanity system. Uh, new advanced crafting recipes, new fishing challenges, and new statistician hairstyles. Uh, That's the quick list. A lot of that is really just it, new stuff for things we already have. Mm-hmm. So I uh, guess what I'm most looking for forward to is being able to change what i'm wearing without like you know the the the, the vanity, the vanity. yeah, yeah vanity I, I think i think i think it's cool to be able to you know every few weeks if you want to have uh you know new armor look so that's what i'm looking forward to sure sure i it, one of the things that always bothered me in mmos is like when you would have you know you, you want you want the best in slot but wearing the best in slot looks fucking ridiculous yeah yeah i've always hated that so that's that'll be a good feature um, and, and as for, for as much as I've made fun of it, I'd probably still use it. I think the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is, uh, the new, uh, the new Binding Coil of Bahamut, uh, content, because I really want to see where gear progression is going. Where do they intend to, uh, are we going to start seeing I level 95 gear? And I'm really curious about what, how they're going to do the new tombstones. I really liked your idea last night of taking, you know, stuff that's in myth tomes already. Like, like maybe just start start at the accessories and move those to philo well, tomes. Well, because the other thing you have to realize, too, is if you just keep coming out with new accessories, new accessories, new accessories, do you have any idea how big that challenge gap is going to be for new right. players? Yeah. First, they have to get Dark Light. Then they have to go through CT. Then they have to get myth tomes. And then they can start getting the new myth tomes. Yeah. And it'll be easier to close that gap if they just cycle things down. Oh, no. I totally, I totally agree. I also think that they should make Philotome items materiable. You know, like once oh, absolutely. once they're at 100%. Because I, I just have so many fucking Philotomes. You know, I never I never understood either the, the, the concept behind the fact, that, okay, some stuff can be converted, some stuff can't. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. If it's things that there's no other way to get, like artifact armor, for example, which apparently there is still a way to get more of it. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like there's a vendor or something. But anyway, so key stuff like that, that I can understand. Or sure. CT drops because then people will keep on rolling on things. That I understand too. But right. things that I'm buying myself that I have no competition with, such as dark light gear. Come on. Yeah, dude. If if I could convert some of that into materia and. Like I've started collecting dark light gear. Like I've almost bought every accessory, period. Yeah. yeah same here. 
Same here. Um, Because what else do you do with the fucking philotomes, man? What else? I mean, what? Do you just, do you sell mats? You you could. You could, but you're not going to make that much on it. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to do with them. So, yeah. And, uh, all right, so then... What thing so, are we? Do we think is not going to pan is gonna, out? Yeah, it's not going to pan out. Now, I don't know. If I'd say it's not going to pan out. But uh, Nino and I had a, a, a short. I think. I think. I think it was me and you. It was either me and you or me and Juxta about um, primals and how um, you. It was like it was your Juxta was concerned that they're just going to keep bringing more and more primals, and, and don't we have enough? Well, but there we already know what the primals that we're we're building toward mm-hmm. are. Yeah, and now see, I have no problem with more primals. Just, just I think, reinforced by yeah, the story. Yeah, I think every time they come up with a new primal, that's cool. But then it's it it there's they need to find a way to spice it up. You know, like like Leviathan's next, and so I'm like, all right, so what is it? At content releases, like, all right, now you have a normal Leviathan you have to beat in story mode, then a hard Leviathan you have to beat, then an extreme mode. Like every single time, it's going to be the exact same thing. No, I think there is you no know, normal boom, mode. I think there's gonna, just hard mode and extreme mode. Because when you come out with a new dungeon, yeah. dungeons are different enough to where it doesn't just feel like something's being rehashed. But with the primals, it's just like, all right, boom, you're in a circle thing, and now you fight them through their phases. Right. You know, and, right. and a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. the mechanics are even repeated. Like, you know, we call the strength of Earth or whatever plumes, plumes because yeah. it, they're really the exact same thing. Yeah. So, um,. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't think there's going to be anything wrong with a Leviathan fight, but just for future, you know, with the primals, I'd like to see some really different mechanics so that it doesn't just seem like, oh, you know, deal with this the same way that you did in Garuda. In right, Ifrit, right, right, right. Titan. Well, I, I'm kind of curious. Okay, so th- right now it exists where you've got the three extreme mode primals, and if you beat all three of them, you get to choose one of those eye level 90 weapons. So what happens when you throw Leviathan in there? Is there now a second tier of extremes that you'll have to clear That's a to good get another point. item? Or do you now have to clear all four of them to get the item? How, how, do they, how do they add that to the existing loot structure and still make it equitable for all the players? You know I, what I mean? I don't see them updating it to be like, you now have to fight all four. I can't either because that would be some bullshit. It would, but what they could do is, obviously, uh, you know, Leviathan's going to have its own items that it drops. Maybe what they could do is add on, uh, you know, some type of quest thing, right, to where it's the next step so you can upgrade your extreme primal okay. weapon or even upgrade your relic a little further yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. that those suddenly aren't completely outdated. Yeah. You know? Well, that, I'm, I'm, I, I imagine that that is what they are going to do with mm-hmm. the uh, relic weapons in the future. Quick idea, too, uh, that I had about how you could make a Leviathan battle different from everything else to instead of just being like, boom, here's the arena. Now fight is uh, in my head. I just imagine that, you know, imagine instead of a circle, you have like a long path that goes down. Right. And at the beginning of the fight, Leviathan summons a tidal wave. So you're on a timer. Right. And as you're fighting him, you have to fight along this long path. Like he moves further and further down it. And you got this tidal wave that's coming along behind you. So if you take too long, you literally get flooded out mm. like a, like a gauntlet sort of thing right right well this is this is a screenshot of the battle arena right here hmm. um so that's definitely not what it no, is no uh it's it seems to be just like a like a floating platform and i think Le- uh, leviathan's gonna end up coming out of the middle and you'll fight him fight him in the middle mm-hmm. yep 
Cool. Uh, so, what about you? What do you think might fall flat on its face? Um, I, I, I agree. I think that the 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 new primal fight might not be uh, what uh, what everyone hopes. Um, but I it's sort of like the I don't know. I don't see people doing extreme mode Ultima or hard mode Ultima very often. So I kind of think that extreme mode uh, Moogle Mog might be. Like the rewards just won't justify anyone going there. I don't know. Not, not I don't know. It, it drops weapons, right? Right now, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think uh, as long as you have things like you know the relic weapon or the extreme mode primal weapons, and as as easier as I mean that's not necessarily easy for some people, but you know they're 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 not hard to get if you put a little bit of work into it, right? Um, considering how difficult it can be difficult's not the right word but considering how long it can sometimes take to get that one drop you need from primals or from moogle mog because it takes so damn long like i've done ifrit like 15 times right i've seen the bow once which davy got and the other 14 times was the fucking book yeah yeah yeah. that's yeah. ridiculous well and and not dude I, maybe it's just really bad luck but that makes me like like i don't want to do those. But here's, here's the like, thing. I would rather just have a dark light weapon until I get my relic. Here's the thing that kind of confuses me about Mog, Where they place it in the story, the rewards that you get from Mog are a level 75 weapon or 80 weapon. I mean, it's very low. I'm pretty sure that they're lower than the primal weapons. And I, I, I kind of no, want to look that up. I've I never can't. Had a primal weapon. I can't. I can't remember. I can't remember where. No, I mean we're talking hard mode primal weapons. Like those are, I think, level seventy. Yeah, yeah. No, not, no, not no, the no, extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's what I'm so, talking about. So, so I think it's. I think it's level seventy five. So it's just one, like a, a small step above the hard mode weapons. Mm-hmm. But if you've got your relic quest active. When you clear all of the hard mode, uh, uh, all of the hard mode uh, primals, you get your relic weapon. Exactly. So what's the point of having it in that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, where I, it I is it. in the storyline, you should be well beyond. No, what I, the rewards that it's giving you, and I think that that's kind of fucked up. I completely get it, and I actually think that way about the hard mode weapons, right? You know, like, like I said, I had a dark light weapon until I got my relic, but it's just, it's just it's three wins, mm-hmm. right? You know, why should I spend you know fifteen twenty times unless I get lucky doing you know Ifrit or Garuda and and Titan weapon is just the most ridiculous because if you beat the first two and you beat Titan, why repeat? titan for a weapon when you just got your relic yeah unless you're you're farming for some other reasons and you're just getting them for alts but i think that's why you see less titan weapons than any other primal mm-hmm. weapon for sure yeah so i think i think i mean depending it, 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 it like i i do think that the rewards will drive the interest in the content so you know whatever the rewards end up being from extreme mode moogle mog uh, I, that'll be the deal breaker. But I, I, I kind of see that one be, uh, being in the same camp as hard mode Ultima. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but I am looking forward to the new hard mode uh, dungeons. I, I, I've really enjoyed 
uh going back to hawk manor and uh and and copper bell mines uh those those two hard mode dungeons have been awesome so i i I think those could be good but yeah the thing that i'm most looking forward to is seeing how uh they plan to do um the next tier of gear basically is it going to be item level 100 are we going to get a lateral move to where we have we can spec out our classes differently you know, because right now, if I wanted to spec my warrior to do damage, I can't do that because yep. I can't mm-hmm. even equip a lot of that stuff. All of the all of the stuff that I can equip is, you know, I can I can have you know like striking accessories, but if I wanted gear that that you know, yep, nope. me and, towards and, you damage. Know, that's that's one of the things, one of the final you know things that 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 drove me to quit wow was i was just getting so sick of all right new patch all new gear all right new patch all new gear oh new expansion all new gear you know and and i wish that the lifespan of gear was a little bit better so every time that there was a new patch it wasn't just non-replacing everything right right mm-hmm. totally I yeah mean, yeah i mean you know we, we talk about ff11 you know scott you know there were certain pieces of sky gear that even at the end yeah, at the end still, of like TOAU or Wings of the Goddess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Situ- they were situational. Exactly. But, you know, it seemed like, you know, like end uh, body was is a great example of this because it was wanted by anyone who could DD. Mm-hmm. Any, any DD class that could equip it. Uh, it was, a, a you know, high competition, low drop rate, uh, you know, and. It, and 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 I, I I concede to the fact that you know it's it's the times that we live in now and and you know this is just the way that MMOs are but I just I wish that that the the, the lifespan of the year was just a little bit longer so it didn't totally. feel like I had to replace everything right all at once right yeah no I agree I agree all right uh, this email comes from uh, they they used to be Malor. Frey, uh, Frey Jr., but, uh, or Frey, Frazier, I don't know. I don't know how they want me to pronounce that. I think they, they provided a pronunciation guide once and I just don't remember. But they've changed their name now to, uh, Anselhelm Walder, uh, and now reside on the Sergeant Tannis server. All right. Well, uh, tell us what they have to say because. We're listening. Greetings, LBR team, once known as Milor Frazier, Frey Jr., whatever. Uh, I'm afraid I've had to drop that alias due to the FFL that I'm going to share today. I'll keep this brief as we know that time is gill and Kahlo clearly has the right idea when it comes to that philosophy. Enjoying the life, uh, have uh, have a tank at 50, wife's a healer at 50, we start endgame content, shit gets serious. Totally rocking it. She scores a new job at Netflix, suddenly up and quits uh, the game uh, for that and many other reasons. Uh, just touching the tip of the iceberg with Garuda hard mode and gearing for it, yet uh, failing AK and uh, Wanderer's Palace repeatedly due to shitty DPS and whatnot. Wife feels like it's a waste of time, drops the game, but you're not allowed to touch this character, FMFFL. Uh, on... On the uh, plus side, Laser Beam Raptors ha- now has an old fart 
to uh, remind kids to get off their lawn. Uh, Ansel Helm Walder is uh, what I shall be known on from from known as from here on out. Oh, uh, I know that. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Uh, looking forward to helping you take down content and deal with shit as it comes. Uh, since my married life is no longer in game. Uh, on a side note, the hilarity for uh, Escalia's skit was perfect. Thank you. Uh, I'll take credit for that. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, from uh, from my perspective, he's being friend zoned by every chick there since they think he's one of them. Oh, I get it. That's uh, yeah. I like oh. I like I like that interpretation. Uh, <laughs> Uh, from from a role playing perspective, uh, that's golden, and he doesn't quite realize it. So uh, he uh, he signs he signs the letter. Uh, Love the show. Get off my lawn, Anselm Walder. So thank you, and uh, welcome to the limit uh, the Laser Beam Raptors Army. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Should put a raptor sound effect in there. I don't know that I have one. Find one. I'm sure I could. Clever girl. Clever girl. All right. This email comes to us from Icarus Fact of Hyperion. Uh, coming to bug us all again. Uh, listening to you guys discuss ideas for new dungeon mechanics uh, was uh, was really entertaining for me. I'm hoping that it could be a new regular topic slash feature for the show. I'll give you one of my crappy ideas to tear apart if interested. Alliance A would consist of the usual makeup for DPS, two heals, two tank, while Alliance B would be a mix of uh, Disciples of Hand and Land. Alliance B would basically play as a combination of Metal Gear Solid, Sneaking Stealth, Hitman, Multiple Choices, and Tower Defense, Traps and Cannons, like CT. Uh, they would run alongside each other, but not actually together. Think of Alliance B as scouting uh, as a scouting party, while Alliance A is on the front lines distracting the main forces. Not a bad idea. Mm, he's he's given us permission to tear this apart. So I'm going to say, <laughs> including hand of the disciple, that 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 part's dumb. Um, the the last thing, the Alliance C thing, where people sort of, I, I kind of like that idea. Like Alliance C does instead of combat things, they're tackling more puzzle like stuff, mm-hmm. and how well they do affects the strength of the monsters Alliance A is fighting. Ooh, okay. That's not that's a bad interesting. idea. That's so, so that's idea. interesting. The uh, miners and botanists thing, there, though, that's that's dumb. Time is gill, and we don't have a lot of it, so don't waste <laughs> our time with stupid things like that. But the other part, yes, that's good. I like but that. But that was the original concept for this game, is that when you would go and, into dungeons, yeah. you would take okay. somebody that has, that has tell me this. You know, a blacksmith or an yeah, armor. You're right. Okay, yep. tell me this. How well did the original concept of the game work oh, out? I know that, but I'm just I'm okay. just saying, I'm just okay. saying. It was there as a core concept, and I don't think that it's necessarily a bad idea. Having having you know, like uh, uh, a mining class, you know, like having a mining portion of the dungeon, I think that would be kind of interesting. Just halfway through the dungeon. All right, guys, break out your pickaxes. We got to take this wall no, down. No, 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 no. They wait. take. A, they tried that in FF11. It was called assaults. They they take a completely different path. Oh yeah, I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, but then the, the the problem that you have there, and it's what we originally thought might be a downfall of CT, is if you have a shitty group currently in CT, except for say the Atomos section, 
if one of those groups is really shitty, the other ones can pick up the slack. That's true. Whereas in something like this, where they are literally completely divergent from each other, you know, imagine an entire dungeon that's like Atomos, where if there's a shitty ass group and they're not kicking people, yeah, you're fucked. No, I and 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 I agree that it would, but I think it would also be really interesting if they split the three alliances so that you can't you can't even see what alliance B or C is doing. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it would be more annoying than anything because uh, again, I'm going to come back to Admos because that's obviously the only thing that we can really compare it to. Right? You know how many times you have to sit there and be like, "All right, guys, you know we're we're waiting on you." Not you that know? often. And, and if you can just keep on going all the way till the end, you know, and and they're not holding you up. Well, then you have to wait at the end to get to get gear. Like, oh, we have to wait for a C to finish before we can see our treasure. And if the answer is no, then aren't you just all three doing dungeons simultaneously? Why yeah. Why make it a raid? Why not just split them up? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, the concept of it, sure, is an interesting idea, but I don't see yeah, in, I, I, in any I, way how it could be executed. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a game developer, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the answer to that question. Yeah, so. come on, whoever you are. We're gamers. We're gamers, Jim, not developers. <laughs> did, I, did I do that right? I've never really seen Star Trek. No, I, I haven't either. I've seen a cool one that... Uh, remember, remember Bootstrap? Yes. All right, so she uh, she shared something on her, because she's a big Trekkie fan, on her Facebook page a while ago that was the groundhog dressed up in a red shirt. Uh-huh. And he goes, damn it, I'm a rodent, Jim, not a meteorologist. Because <laughs> of Groundhog Day. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Hilarious. I get it. Uh, so thank you very much, Icarus. Appreciate yeah, it. Icarus fact. Yeah, like Icarus false <laughs> fiction, not true. You want to take another shot at that? What, what's the opposite? <laughs> what's the opposite of fact? Did I get it? No, you got it. Okay, it, just, it took a couple of tries. I'm uh. channeling. I'm channeling straight juxtaposition today. <laughs> Oh man! So that's that's it. That's all our emails. That was all. That was it. Okay, can we go back to bed? I'm so tired. Uh, uh yeah, I think uh, I, I think we could do that. Nobody's vomited yet. That's fortunate. Mm-hmm. That's fortunate. Yeah, I guess it could have been worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> was Kyle here last night? Kyle. Kyle was here. Kyle was here. Where'd he go? I don't. Everyone left. Why did he do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Where's your cat? Somewhere. Are you sure? The cat didn't leave too? He better not. He's not an outside cat. Okay. There's a lot of snow out there. There's a lot of fucking snow There's outside. There's more snow outside. <laughs> there was more. All right, do the outro. All right. I want to thank you guys for uh, taking a listen to us today. Not sure. I'm not sure if we got to the third hour. Oh, 50 minutes out of the 50 third hour. minutes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not bad. It can be done with two people when it's the best of them <laughs> and a Nero. Yeah, remember that part where it was just me and Juxta last night? That was hard. <laughs> that was not good. Oh, oh, great. Uh oh, my God! Juxta outroed the second part of the episode. Did Do he? you remember that? I don't remember anything. I remember that. I barely Kyle? remember. Kyle! Thank you to Kyle and Katie who uh, who ended and up com- Katie. Yeah, coming and hanging out for uh, portions so of the show. We were so drunk. Yeah, we were. We were very drunk. I We apologize for our drunk ramblings. Fuck you, I don't. I do what I want. 
I'm sure that was comedy gold. Uh, well, I'll listen to it later today and find out, I guess. Okay. Uh, so check us out on the web www.limitbreakradio.com follow us on twitter you can now follow us at limit break radio no longer lbr prod prod because uh, you can change your username who told you that you could do that you did i i was right you were i was right guys uh so uh follow us uh on twitter at limit break radio you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash limit break radio like us on there I'm trying to think what else we're on Stitcher. Uh, We've got a new feed on iTunes, so uh, it it would be. Oh my God! What? I have another FMFFL. Why? Oh God! Yes. Okay. So I've been trying to get my relic for a while, and Jux is trying to get his relic, and then Davey, surprise, surprise, actually got max level in an MMO. Wow! And he got geared. No. And he needed his relic too. So since the three of us needed Relic, we just needed a Titan win, so we all put together Titan, right? And uh, Nero's helping, and Nika's helping, and her husband Surin is helping, and um, they get, I think, someone from their LS to help. Yeah. And uh, Keldal's helping. So we have a whole big group here going, right? Right. And we're going at it, and we're going at it, and we finally look like we're going to win, and my fucking power dies. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I remember that. one hour, my power dies. They get the win. Yep. They have their relics, and I get shit. But... I was so depressed. But, like... Later, we did end up getting it. Three or what? Three or four days later? Three or four days later, we did end up getting it. So I wanted to give a special thanks to Nika and Surin and Nero and Juxta and Keldal and... Davy and uh, the bard from from Nika's friend who helped us. I don't remember I her name. I can't remember her. It was something really clever. Yeah, but whoever you are, thank you, everybody, for helping me get the staff and stuff. Glowy stuff. That was stupid. stupid you made power. a glowy, right? Of course, it's glowy. Yeah, That's the first thing I did. Good. HQ or GTFO. <laughs> all right, that's it. Uh, all right. Uh, LimitBreakRadio.com Facebook Like us Twitter Follow us All the things uh, Oh uh, 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 f- uh, iTunes Feedback Leave us reviews On iTunes That would be good We've got a whole new feed If you just Want to subscribe To the FF14 episodes And you don't want The big archive Of uh, 11 episodes From Limit Break Radio You can Subscribe to our 14 exclusive uh, uh, Thing uh, Feed That's it um, but also, you know, uh, uh, give us a little bit of love on iTunes because that really helps us uh, remain visible. Share us with your free company. Uh, spread our name around. Shove it down their throats. Yes. Tell people you don't like random duty finder parties. Um, it doesn't matter. Send them all here at LimitBreakRadio.com. So that's it for Kahlo Landis. I want to thank you for joining me for the third part, uh, as well as uh, Juxtaposition and Escalia Ryumasa. I am a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV is a trademark of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. 
Closing music provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV covers at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. 